For this command is a lamp. This teaching is a light, and correction and instruction are the way to life. Proverbs 6:23. Join Bishop Patrick Bruce of the Lighthouse Chapel International Bantama as he brings you the pure, unadulterated Word of God. This teaching is anointed, practical, down to earth, and full of wisdom, and will refresh, energize, and bring healing to your body and soul. Listen to the Word of God. Hallelujah. Put your hands together one more time. We are clapping as if you are bored. Uh, you haven't eaten this morning. Okay. Okay. Hallelujah. Amen. This morning, you want to turn to your neighbor and tell him or her, I have. Oh, some of you are a bit rebellious this morning. Say, I have, I have. And it's very important. Or oh, add it, it's very important. You know, I, you see, wave your finger at your neighbor as you're talking to him. I have. And it's very important. Because those who don't have, they will lose it. And we who have, we shall get more. Watch me. I said, watch me. I'm getting more. I'm getting more. I'm getting more. And clap for yourself this morning. God bless you and you may be seated. Mark chapter 4, verse 25. Our scripture for the next couple of weeks. He that has to him shall be given. And he that has not from him shall be taken. Amen. Oh, I didn't hear an amen. amen. He that has to him shall be given. And he that has not from him shall be taken. Hallelujah. Amen. And so we are working on this series it's called the Success Series by our, our prophets. Um, it's a book he has written to give you... Su- How many want to succeed? Let me just check in case I'm in the wrong place. Maybe here we don't want to succeed. We are okay as we... How many are okay as they are? I mean, life is not too bad. You are Ghanaians in Ghana. It's okay. It's okay. Can I see your hand? Oh, at least one person. At least one person should say it's Okay. Nobody. How many uh, Reverend Charles? Uh, she's okay. He's okay. How many are not okay? I want to have more. I need more. I need more. Oh, I'm glad you're here this morning because the key to getting more is that you have something. Amen? Or amen? That's the key to getting more that you have. He that has to him shall be given and he that has not from him shall be taken amen, amen. let's learn the scripture this morning shall we learn it and this is very easy because he that has to him he that has not from him so it's very easy to learn the two parts okay so he that has to him shall be given. Ready to go. He that has. Hey, some of you do say it. Ready? Go. He that has. Ready? Go. Has. To him shall be given. That's all. Is it clear? He that has. To him shall be given. Ready? Go. Has. To him shall be given. And the second part is he that has not. From him shall be taken. Ready? Go. He from him shall be taken. Some of you are not in church today. Only your body is here, but your spirit has gone to town or something. Let's try again. He that has not. Ready? Go. 
and he that has he so he that has no 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 don't continue say that in yourself <laughs> he are taking he that ready go that has not from him shall be taken is it not simple is it not simple let's try it again he that has and from him shall be taken taken what even that which he has taken what some of you are not here today taking what beautiful please take it off the screen take it off the screen turn the face your neighbor I'm watching your mouth those who are chewing can also hot yam turn the face your neighbor turn your face your neighbor oh please turn and face your neighbor I, I, face means 1090 degrees uh, scholar what 10 yes uh, look at the neighbor's mouth well that you should go with the words ready please stand up stand up let me uh, face your neighbor well stand up and face your neighbor like how you do when you're getting married the same way that same way how you do it ready go he that has stop 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 wait wait if your neighbor is not seeing it raise your hand say my neighbor here is not correct my neighbor here is not correct so if your neighbor doesn't say it raise your hand and call me I'm coming to investigate your neighbor ready go he that has So we didn't finish it because it's not on the screen. He that has to him shall be given, and he that has not from him shall be taken, even that which he has. Put your hands together this morning, and you may be seated. This morning, I want to mention another phrase that I want you to understand well. Okay? And even write it down. It is the word, the phrase, intractable poverty. Write it down. If you can't spell it, it will be up there. I hope they can spell it. Can they spell it? We are watching. Intractable poverty. You, how many have gone to school before? Write it down. Try and spell it yourself. Then we'll check after service to see how many got it right. Intractable poverty. In intractable, there's no key by the way for those who are those who are thinking intractable poverty. Hallelujah. Um, this is a word that was put to discovered by research. It's not in the Bible. It's one of the facts of life. That look at me. That there is a certain poverty. What is poverty? Do you know what poverty is? Do you know what poverty is? Yes, you must know. There is a certain poverty that doesn't go away. There is a certain poverty. Poverty is when you are in financial problems. And many of us have been there before. True or not true? True or not true? Yeah. How many are trying to leave that place? You are trying to escape poverty. Can I see your hand? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Poverty is not a good thing to be at all. It's a, it's a, it's a curse. Yeah. And we are all trying to escape poverty. But there is a poverty that it is almost impossible to escape. It is called intractable poverty. It is a poverty that is so deep that is almost in you, is you. Amen? Some poverty, eh? it is passed on. Proverbs 13, 22. Riches, are you listening to me? If your father is rich, what will happen to you? You are, you are blessed. Or oh, it's not the case. Yeah, you are blessed. If your father has money, 
very likely you will have a good start to life. Amen. I didn't hear a good amen. amen. If your father has money, you will not likely have to worry about money because a good man, an inheritance can be passed on to children and to children's children. Hallelujah. In the same way, poverty. Poverty can be passed on. Amen. In the same way, if your parents are very, very poor, it is possible that you too, tap your neighbor say, I think they are talking to you. Tap your neighbor, tap your neighbor. I think I'm happy you came this morning because knowing where you are coming from is important. Yeah. That poverty can be carried on. And, and sometimes because our parents or the poverty in the house is so big that it is carried on. Amen. Amen. It is carried on. And you will find that there are some houses where buying foods is normal. True or not true? Is it true? Not your family. Say not me. Oh, say no. I mean, no, of course not me. Not me. Somebody other, some other families. There's, there are some places where they we ask for traveling. It's not an. I mean, when you say travel to Accra, don't go to the airport. There's no need to go to the airport. Just go to VIP station, and that is the normal means of travel. Don't ask me how I I'm, I came here. Either I walk, I came by trotro. It is, it is a way of some families existing. Hallelujah. And try as you might. Sometimes you can keep trying, but that poverty is not going away. Amen. Amen. And that poverty is passed on from generation to generation. And you see, there are some houses where there's no car, there's no house owner, there's no body traveling there's no prosperity and the poverty is just moving on from father to son to grandson and it's just continuing itself amen and that's why i'm happy you are here this morning because that poverty is about to be broken in your house it doesn't matter where you are coming from a house with or a house without that poverty is ending this season i didn't hear a good amen and, and that is why all of us are, are going to join the He That Has group. Amen? He That Has group. Because that group is the group of people who escape poverty and begin to grow richer and richer and richer and richer. I see you growing richer and richer and richer and richer. I see you having more and more money in your wallet, money in your purse, money in your account. I see your bank account getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. I see you having less and less trouble paying school fees, paying bills, paying rent, paying utility bills. All these bills become less and less important to you as you become more and more rich because your wealth is increasing. Amen. Amen. You will not struggle over bills again. I said, you will not struggle over bills again. The day they come and say they have doubled the school fees, what do you say? The answer is, so what? They have doubled the hostel fees. Pay 100 cities extra for school, for free SHS. It's not free, but it's free. They say, pay 100 cities extra. They say, okay, come and get or you say collect and just give it to them because God is going to bless you. Amen. Amen. And, and, and listen to this. Um, this thing called intractable poverty, there are three main reasons why it comes on people. And over this season, we'll look at it. Three reasons why we have this poverty that doesn't go away. Number one, is lack of knowledge. Write it down. Three reasons why 
intractable poverty exists three reasons why people have poverty that doesn't go away and it remains in their house generation to generation father is poor struggling in life struggling to build half completed building old car broken down can't repair it is on cement blocks in the house poverty then it comes to the son who is little better the father was working as a total driver and the son is a mate yeah no knowledge lack of knowledge number two lack of skills lack of skills you are not skilled it means what you are doing you are not good let me tell you something every listen carefully every job you do okay every job you do if you do it well you can be rich I didn't hear amen I didn't hear amen every job you do if you do it well you can be rich one day I went to the courts in Accra the Supreme Court and when I went there I saw a man who was walking in a corridor and from his dressing he was a lawyer he was coming from far away when he came nearer then I saw that hey his black coat was becoming green I said hey it's a very old coat and he was holding a bag and the bag was 1942 old bag I said hey this a lawyer old coat old bag like that so when he passed me I said no I want to see what car is driving am I a bad man I'm not bad would you have us to go and see what car is driving you too then we are all bad <laughs> so I tend to see what car this man is driving because his old bag and his old coat it's like hey what car could he be so I followed him to the car park then he passed the first row of cars he didn't stop passed the second row he didn't stop passed the third row he didn't stop two more rows now so I was checking of these two rows which cars is likely to be his do you know which car it was do you know which car it was none of the above he just walked through the car park got onto high street and kept walking you can be a lawyer and be very poor but I have a friend who's a seamstress hey she's very rich she's very rich her, her customers are former first ladies ministers of states have uh, uh, business but she's very rich when she makes one dress you can't pay for it which one do you like this seamstress or this lawyer excuse me that the neighbor which one do you like this seamstress or this lawyer no no remember lawyer is hard to be a lawyer and a seamstress just go to the training school here and you are a seamstress which one do you like the seamstress or the lawyer the seamstress because skills skills a skilled person has great power to get wealth that is why some footballers are very rich some are still here at squad so they're not going anywhere they have no skills they have no skills amen that is why there are some people who cook on TV and there are some watch sellers who's watching it doesn't finish yeah skills a skilled person is 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 a great step to prosperity hallelujah so what's the first one what's the first one lack of knowledge means you don't know anything I'll come back to it in a while what's the second one seamstress and lawyer which one do you like be careful seamstress and lawyer which one do you like so if your daughter says mommy I want to be a seamstress what will you tell her what will you tell her your daughter comes to you you are now mrs. Obontia and you are 45 years old and you have a daughter who is 13 she's going to secondary school she says mommy I want to be a seamstress what will you tell her what will you tell her 
you are confused now because you are not sure whether to say scriptures or lawyer I will tell you don't be silly be a lawyer be a lawyer but be a good lawyer that's all be a lawyer but be a good lawyer amen or you can be a doctor but be a good doctor or you can be a a, a seamstress uh, or, or a fashion designer no, a seamstress <laughs> or you can be a, a watch seller but be a good one because there are some watch people drive with car to buy they drive from somewhere to buy their watch and they and they have websites watch websites I know a lady I know a lady who was selling kinky she put three children in university selling kinky three children went to university paid all their fees hostel fees and everything selling kinky and there are some selling kinky they can't even get food themselves to eat amen number one is what number two number three laziness laziness amen how many here are lazy confess how many here are, look some are lazy by all means okay how many are here not you but your friend is lazy raise your hand not you but your friend raise your hand your friend is lazy raise your hand well can i see your hand not you raise your oh, can i can i ah, thank you i i know Ra- please raise your help me i'm preaching i'm feeling alone this morning raise your hand your friend is lazy your hand, yeah, uh-huh. is the friend here yes no yes clap for the friend who's lazy i'm happy you are here i'm glad you are here because the laziness must stop i didn't hear amen i said what the laziness must stop how many are here the alarm bell goes then you're like oh i can't wake up can i see your hand please can i see your hand please the alarm goes up then you are still struggling to open one eye please look excuse me we are in church no lie no deceiving raise your hand the alarm can't wake you raise your hand there's one here but i, I wouldn't say it's yeah and those whose hands are down you're not correct christians because some of you your hands should be up amen laziness how many are those who can be sitting down and say i forget I forget Apple, but you are still sitting. Can I see your hand? I for can I excuse me? Please put your hand down. Tap your neighbor. Tell him we are in church. Tell the man is asking a question. Answer the question correctly. This is your last warning. Okay, so now how many are here? You who say to your you are sitting down, then you will say. I forget Apple, but you are still sitting down. Can I see your hand? I forget Apple, but you are still sitting down. Please give me a wave. Give me a. You are the good. You are the good Christians in the house. Good Christians. I forget Apple. I forget Apple. Time they go. I forget Apple. I forget no. I forget no. But you are not. You are still sitting down there. Oh, clap for yourself this morning. You are. You are about to be blessed. Amen. I'm glad you came this morning. Okay, so ask your neighbor, what does it mean, intractable poverty? There are three steps. There are three causes. One cause, I'm hearing something, lack of knowledge. I'm hearing that it's better to be a sister than a lawyer. Is it true? I don't think so. And then I'm hearing that laziness is, is the key. Amen. Put your hands together this morning. Mark chapter 4 and verse 25. He that has to him shall be given. And he that has not from him shall be taken. Shall we all say it? He th- Please take it off the screen. Mark chapter 4 verse 25. Shall we all say it? He that it's not on the screen. Don't look for the screen. It's not on the screen. 
Say it for yourself. Ready, go. Okay, start with the address. Mark chapter 4, verse 25. Ready, start, go. shall be taking even that which he has this morning I want to show you something um, very important about getting more he that has will get more uh, you see sometimes we wonder how will I get more how will I get more what does it mean I'll get more and um, I want to show you something very important about getting more. Remember that in this time that the books were written, their main occupation was farming. Farming. So if you look in the Bible, most of the people there, there were no industrialists. There were no factories. They were all farmers and they had animals and, and crops and those who didn't farm they had um, they were fishermen so that is the, the, the genesis of increase at that time farming and fishing now when God made the earth he made it with trees and plants and everything else Okay. so the first things that we have are you listening? The first things we have, the first increase we have came from planting seeds and getting crops. Hallelujah. Second Corinthians chapter 9. I want to give you two scriptures this morning. Second Corinthians chapter 9. And verse 10. Second Corinthians chapter 9 and verse 10. Note the scripture. Now he that ministered seed to the sower, both minister bread for your food and multiply your seed sown and increase the fruits of your righteousness. Hallelujah. He that ministers seed to the sower, both minister bread for your food and multiply your seed sown and increase the fruits of your righteousness. Note this. Three key words in this scripture. Number one, seeds to be sown. Write it down. Number one, seeds to be sown. Number two, bread for food. And number three, fruits. Fruits for increase. So we have three things here. We have seed that you plant. We have bread for food. And then we have fruits for increase. Amen? Genesis chapter 1. Genesis chapter 1. <coughs> and verse 29. This morning, I want to give you a principle that I will continue next week. But I want you to understand this principle to guide you in all that you do from this day onwards. Genesis chapter 1 verse 29. And God said, Behold, after God made creation, he said, Behold, I have given you every herb bearing seed, which is upon the face of the earth, seed, and every tree in which is fruits, okay, in which is the fruits of a tree yielding seed, and then to you it shall be for meat. Or for bread. Okay? 
Hallelujah. This morning, there are three different things that God has given us for our consideration. Um, it means that the things we have, they fall into one of these categories. Seed is what you plant. Fruit is what you eat. And bread is also what you eat. But can we also eat seeds? Can we eat seeds? So we can eat seeds. Can we not? So listen to this. Number one. Seed can be eaten for bread or planted for fruits. Write it down. Seed. Seed can be eaten for bread or planted for food, for fruits. Have you got it? Good. Number two. Fruits. Fruits have in them seeds that can be planted again or can be eaten as food. Fruits have in them seeds that can be planted again or can be eaten as food. And number three, bread is eaten. Full stop. Bread is eaten. Okay? Beautiful. Back to point one. Are you listening? Back to point one. Seed can be what? Eating as bread or what? Planted for food. So when seed is eating as bread, that's the end of it. Bread ends. When you eat bread, what happens to it? What happens to bread? It goes where? Toilets. That's the end of bread in the toilet. Okay? But seed can be made into fruits. The fruit from the seed, what can it hap- what can happen to it? Go, go back to what's point two. What's point two? Fruit is what? That can be planted again or can be eaten as bread, as food. So, when you have seed, you have two choices. One, eat it as bread. Roasted corn, boiled corn, or whatever. Eat it as bread or plant it as to get fruits. When you do that, the seed you eat as bread finishes and ends there. But the seed you plant as fruits can go further to what? Another seed or fruits or, or bread. Are you listening? Are you listening? Are you with me? So what, 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 are, we, what are we saying? When you have seed, you can eat it as bread or you can plant it for more fruits when you eat it as bread it ends there when you plant it as fruits it can go forward again to be planted as a seed or the fruit can be eaten as bread when the fruit is eating as bread it ends there you see bread always ends Bread never continues. But seed can continue as bread or fruits. And fruits can continue as seed or bread. Are are you listening to me? Is it clear? Are you understanding? Are you understanding? Bread always ends. Once you eat as bread, 
it ends, it never goes further. But when you have seed, that seed can go further as either bread or fruits. When that seed becomes bread, it ends. When that seed becomes fruit, it can go further again as what? Seed and bread. And that further fruit can be eating as bread where it ends or go further as seed to plant it again. And that seed can go forward again as fruit or bread. So you see, when you have seed, are you listening? Are you listening? When you have seed or bread or, or fruit, it always has a future. It always has a future. When you have bread, bread always ends. Hallelujah. Take out some money. Take out some money. Everybody. Everybody. Take out some money. Everybody. Everybody. Take out some money. Hold it in your hand. Everybody. Every. You don't have money. Hey, I don't have it here. I don't have it here. No, no, no. There's no I don't have it here. Borrow from somebody. Tell them, give me some money. Everybody, take out some money. Everybody, take out, take out some money. Everybody. No, no, look, if you don't have money, you have, I don't have persons. Trouble has come to you. Everybody, take out some money and hold it. Are you holding it? Can I see your money? Wave it to me. Let me see. Wave it, wave it. Shabaya, you better start praying for yourself. This money you are holding, hold it like this with two hands. This money you are holding, everybody hold it like this. Two hands. No, no, open it. Hold it like this. Yeah, hold it like this. Everybody, your money, hold it like this. If it's too small, you are ashamed. You see, now you are ashamed. Hold it like this. Hold it like this. Everybody. I'm waiting for you. Everybody, hold it. You don't have money. You're in trouble. This time, don't come to church like that. This money you're holding, what is it? Is it seed or fruit or bread? What is it? Seed. What? You see, for some of you who have worked and you were paid a salary, this money is your salary, is fruit. Are you listening? Those who have gone to work and you have been paid, this money is salary, is fruit. If you are also under pocket money regime, this money is fruit. Pocket money from your parents. Okay? If you go and buy wache with this money, what is it? Bread. If you sow this money into the offering, what is it? Seed. It means that the money you are holding can be one of three things. It can be one of three things. The money you are holding is always either it is fruit or it is seed or it is bread. What you do with it determines what it becomes. Hallelujah. Are you listening? What you do with the money determines what it becomes. Now, if this money in your hand is converted to bread, what happens to it? It ends. Ends where? It ends where? It ends where? In your stomach. Like you die of constipation. It ends where? Hey, I can't hear you. This money ends where as bread? Where? Are you, are you shy? Hold your neighbor's ear and say, listen to me. It ends in the toilets. It ends in the toilets. No matter how stinking it is, that is the end of your bread. Stinking toilet, blowing fumes everywhere. That's the end of your bread. Amen. If you have worked, it is fruit that has come to you. But at the same time too, it can be like a seed in your hand. Hallelujah. And that seed in your hand 
is the most powerful. It's the most powerful. Because that seed has the power to become either bread or more fruit for more seed in the future. Hallelujah. So, listen to this. Number one. Sowing seeds. Sowing seeds makes people rich. Number one, I'm giving you 13 keys. It's all in the book. Sowing seeds. Write it down. Sowing seeds makes people rich because seeds are God's creation to provide wealth in the earth. Seeds are God's creation to provide wealth in the earth. That is how God decided to make the world increase. That is how come there are more human beings on this earth than before. Because there are many seeds planted, seeds in human beings that are being planted and bringing forth more human beings. Seeds are the way that God has determined to create wealth in the earth. Hallelujah. And so, without seeds, there will be no wealth. Without seeds, without, that is, you know, a certain, a certain man was married to a certain lady for many, many years. And then, after many, many years, there was no child no child was coming. And do you know why? The man had no seed. The man had no seed. He had no, he had sperms, but they were not mobile. They were just lying down like sleeping lazy uh, 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 frogs, just lying down there, not moving. And after marriage for many years, there was no child because there was no seed. Without seed, there is no increase. Amen. If you want to increase, what, do you, what must you have? I, I can't hear you. If you want to increase, what must you have? Yeah. Seeds. And that is why as a church, we always tell you, never come, I told you last week, never come to a service without a seed never come to a service. That's why we allow you to borrow money from a neighbor to give offering. Because once you borrow the money and it is yours and you put it in the offering basket, you have sown a seed in God's house. Tap your neighbor and tell him or her, never come to a church service. Tap your neighbor on the shoulder. Tap him on the shoulder and tell him or her, never come to a church service. And not plant anything. You are becoming poorer. Because every time you plant, you are becoming richer. Point two. Sowing seeds. I was hoping to get the book for you. I haven't gotten it yet. Maybe by next week, I'll have more copies available. It's a book you must have and read. Because... I'm giving you just the headings. I haven't gone into all that it contains. But the headings are enough. Sowing seeds gives you the legal right to a harvest. Sowing seeds gives you the legal right to a harvest. It means once you have planted, it's yours. Once you planted, it is yours. Once you didn't plant, it is not yours. Only Kukua Nancy can harvest maize and other crops he didn't plant. Yeah, otherwise, you are a thief. It is not yours if you didn't plant it. When you plant it, then it's yours. Hallelujah. Are you listening? And so every time you plant something, then you have the legal rights to make it yours and to take it away. Then you can say, this is mine. And that increase is yours by rights. 
Amen? There are three ways of getting things. One, by stealing. Two, by chance. And three, lawfully. You can steal it. I saw it lying down and I took it. Then you have gained a mobile phone. It happens in church here. That's why when you are going for it for anything, take your phone with you. Don't leave it on your seats. Don't come and cry to me after service, Pastor, I can't find my phone. Hey, what should I do? What should I do? I should pray to God. You to pray to God. No. I mean, not all men have faith. So, don't leave your phone around. Otherwise, somebody will find it by mistake and take it home by mistake. Yeah, and use it by mistake and forget to give back to you by mistake. Number one, stealing. Number two, by chance. You are just moving and somebody dashed you 10 cities, 15 cities, just like that. That is an increase that came without a plan by chance. It is somebody dashed you something just by, by a happy uh, occasion. That is how also you can increase by chance. You can't control what people give to you. And the third one is by your legal rights, that I did something for this. I worked, I planted, I did something. And the efforts I made brought forth that uh, um, harvest. And that is why, listen to me, do not do, you see, when you are unemployed, you have no income. Or it's not the case. Once you're unemployed, you have no income. Then you have no way of getting increase. Somebody must now care for you. Your parents or your children or your neighbors around must now buy food and cook before you eat. But by yourself, you can't eat. It is when you do something that you will get an increase. And I'm telling you something. Do not miss an opportunity to plant in the house of God. Because that seed planted is the one place where you are guaranteed a harvest. I didn't hear an amen. amen. It's the one place where you have a legal right to get increase from what you have. Even today we are learning that those who give their money to government is not secure. Even today, we are, how many are surprised that the money we gave to government as treasury bills which we thought was the most secure of all investments. Now we see it's not their case. It's not their case. And if you are lucky, you get back your money as principal. If you are lucky. Yeah. And you can't even tell when. Yeah. But it is the house of God where we are guaranteed increase. Let me tell you something. Never fail to come to this house and always give an offering. No matter how small. I said no matter how small. If you must, if you must even find coins. Look at me everybody. If you must even go and find coins as you are coming to church, find it. If you must look under your bed, empty your portmanteau, open every place to find even one city. Just decide, I will never come to the house of God empty-handed. It means I have missed one cycle of planting and reaping. It means my poverty has increased by one cycle, one occasion when I could have worked and gotten something back. This time, I get nothing because I planted nothing. Hallelujah. Are you here this morning? When you plan to get a legal right to get a harvest back. Number three. And listen to this. All good things are seeds. Amen. All good things are seeds. Because when you do good, what happens? You do it for yourself. So when you show mercy, you too in time will receive mercy. And when you are kind to somebody, you sow kindness, 
you too in time will reap kindness. Amen. Amen. One day I was driving my car and I was on my phone while I was driving. As I was driving, the policeman on the motorcycle came by and stopped me. And he said, you are under arrest. For what? For using your phone while driving. And I was on my phone when he came. So there was no argument or discussion about using your phone or not. So the man said, he has caught me. So I said, okay. You have caught me. Here I am. Guilty as charged. Take me. Then he was very happy. He was coming to take me. Then I said, but listen. Today, you have me. I told him, forgive me. And let me go. And he looked at me. I said, because one day, you too, you'll be in trouble. And one day, you will fall into somebody's hand. On that day, you will need somebody to forgive you. Forgive me today and sow a seed of forgiveness. And one day when you are in trouble, they will forgive you. The man stood there for about 10 minutes looking at me. And I said, my trouble is small. Yours may be very big. Maybe a very big trouble where you need forgiveness. And he looked at me for about 10 minutes. Then do you know what he said? You may go. May you also plant Bessie. That's why Jesus told the story of the man who was forgiven of a, a few uh, coins he owed. And then he went on, oh he owed about, how much did he owe? Find that story for me. And he went and held his fellow servant who owed him a little bit. And when they told their master that this is what has happened, he called their mom back and said, you should have forgiven your friend. You should have forgiven him. You should have forgiven him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This season, I want you to sow good seeds. Amen. Amen. I want you to do what? Sow good seeds. If you are a Christian, you must be a good person. If you are a Christian, you must be a kind person. You must be a gentle person. You must be a polite person. You must be a person who does good. Amen. I didn't hear an amen. I didn't hear a good amen. Christian homes must be happy homes where there is no shouting foolish. No shouting at each other, no quarreling, no beating. A Christian home must be a home where, number one, people are good. Number two, we forgive. I didn't hear an amen. amen. Christian students must be students where among you, nobody has need. Because whoever is in trouble, there's somebody there to bail him out. Whoever is in trouble, either I need help with my studies, with food, with uh, money or whatever, Whoever is in trouble, there is somebody there who has. And always somebody has. Oh yes, always. There's never a time when we are all broke. There's never a time when we all don't have. Always somebody has. Always. And it is up to us to be able to care for everybody. Hallelujah. Let me tell you something. If everybody, if, look at me, if everybody in this house gave an offering and paid their tithes, this church would have too much money. If everybody who, was, who is sitting here right now looking at me, if everybody paid their tithes and gave their offering, this church would have too much money. We would do everything we are doing so easily. We would be building more churches, caring for those who have needs, school fees, rent, any trouble, any need that may exist for any member in this house would never be a problem because all of us coming together, doing what we can 
is more than enough to care for everybody. More than enough. Hallelujah. But it starts with you sowing a seed. It starts with you knowing that the money you are holding can be bread that you eat and it ends or can be a seed that you plant in the ground, in the good soil. And that seed becomes a fruit of righteousness that will last for many, many years before you. Put your hands together and stand, stand to your feet. Hallelujah. Go on and bow your heads this morning. One of the greatest mysteries is Jesus Christ who came to die, to give his life as a ransom for many. That because he died, many should rise into eternal life. And that is the fruit he is bringing to us, eternal life. And so this morning, an offer is being made that you will have life and have it more abundantly. But this morning, maybe you are here and you are not sure that you have eternal life. Every head bowed, every eye closed. Maybe right now you are here and you are not sure what will happen to you when you die. You want to go to heaven, but you are not sure that heaven is where you are going. Sometimes you are even afraid to die. You are worried. When I die, where will I go? What will happen to me? Listen, Jesus came to answer that question. That where I go, there you will be with me. This morning, every head bowed, every eye closed. You are right here. And you are not sure where you go when you die. Do me a favor. Lift your right hand. Lift your right hand. You are here. And you are not sure where you will go when you die. You want to go to heaven, but you are not sure. Just lift your right hand. Thank you. I see all your hands. I see all your hands. Listen, with your hands raised, just come. Just come to the front right now. Just come. I want to pray with you right now. Just, just come. If you are not sure where you are going when you die, just come to the front right now. You want to go to heaven, but you are not sure. Oh, clap for them as they come. Just face me. Face me. said I came that you might have life he that has the son has life life that is eternal and it's by prayer that we receive this life I want everybody to bow their heads and follow me as I lead you in this prayer. Pray after me. Dear Jesus, today, I come to you just as I am. Lord Jesus, I confess I am a sinner. I have done many bad things. Forgive me all the wrong I have done. Wash them away with your sacrifice on Calvary Cross. Change my heart. Give me a new heart. One that will love you and serve you all my days. The Bible says you are going to prepare a place for me. Prepare a place for me. Prepare a place for me. And write my name in the book of life. Today, I am born again. And Jesus is my Lord, my Master, my Savior, and my best friend. Thank you, Father. This great salvation. Lord, thank you for 
every single one of these young ones who this morning commits his or her life into your hand. I pray, Lord, that today will mark a turning point in their lives. They will never go back the same way they came, but transform them into a new creation. All things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. And let them serve you for the rest of their days. Thank you so very, very much for every one of them. In Jesus' name, amen. When he ran to me, he took me in his arms, held my head to his chest, said my son's come home. We believe the word of God has come through to you. Join us at the Lighthouse Chapel International Bantama, behind the Confidence Eating Place. Listen every Sunday at 9.30 a.m. and 6 p.m. every Tuesday. Stay blessed. Call me back.